Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. He's one of the most decorated Irish footballers of all time with 14 trophies at Manchester United, which includes five Premier League titles and a Champions League. He also earned 118 caps for his country. But there is one moment in this man's career that people will never forget. It is when he nutmegged Luis Figo, one of the world's best ever players in a Champions League quarterfinal 20 years ago. John O'Shea has teamed up with Just Eat to celebrate that iconic moment. And there's also a chance you could get to this year's final because of it. We're delighted to say that John joins us on the line to tell us all about it. Good morning, John. How are we doing? We're so happy that this famous nutmeg is being commemorated in actually one of the funniest (laughs) videos I've seen in a long time. It's brilliant. No, look, um, it was one of those when it was first first spoken about the idea um, and how it came about, obviously, to do it with just the... I was very apprehensive initially. <laughs> it wouldn't have been my cup, cup of tea, so to speak. So, um, but look, uh, Larkin, the man behind it, uh, did a very good job. And uh, no, look, it was a bit of bit of light-hearted entertainment, as they say. Yeah, because you know, look, you're a hugely decorated football player, but you're still a humble fella, and I can't imagine you're you know you're not the type of person to be leaning against the bar, going, "Wait till I tell you about all my achievements." Um, so I, I can totally understand when you're focusing in on a moment in your career, um, it's a delicate balance. You got to get it right. But I think the tone of the video, actually, let, let's just have a listen to a clip of it, so people get the idea if they haven't seen it. The thing about this game, this was the best of the best. Even on that stage, one stood out. I'm not saying he wasn't a threat. But I respected his game. I looked across the tunnel. Could have been a look of respect. No look back. All right. That's how it's going to be. That's all I needed. The waiting is over. Here we go. Football's all about the skill. But there's one ultimate one. Oh! Simply sublime. Elbana. The nutmeg. Pure filth. <laughs> Five minutes in. Somebody hits a crossfield ball. On Shaw's chest, ball drops. That's Roche. Who does he see? Who's he for then? I was ready to kill. I took that personally. <laughs> he took a, <laughs> it's so dramatic, over the top drama. It's wonderful. Um, but I mean, how clearly do you actually remember that moment? And in that moment, were you thinking, I'm actually going to not meg Luis Figo here? <laughs> uh, look, unfortunately, obviously, we lost it. We, we got knocked out um, <laughs> later on that evening. But th- that was the thing. If it, it just presented itself, it was Nicky Bott. Nicky Bott switched to play. Uh, he had a great switch of play to me. And uh, he's obviously thought, right, I'll close this fella down and I'll take the ball off and no problem. And, no, the, 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 the opportunity was too good to be true so thankfully it, <laughs> thankfully it, pay, it paid off for me the weird bit is though, the amount of people that keep saying it to me over the years I was kind of like Jesus this thing it was so memorable I think to so many people at the time that uh, they they, uh, they haven't forgotten about it but there's something about the nutmeg itself in terms of I, I kind of compare it to a really good hand trip in rugby like it's one of those things that <laughs> if you get away with it you know, and it's the kind of thing that you would have done with your mates, you know, when you were just kicking the ball around in the park or the schoolyard, you know, and if you managed to, to nutmeg one of your friends, you know, it was just a great uh, a great thing to hold over them. So to do it on an international stage against one of the best players in the world, like yourself, um, you know, that's, I guess that's why people can relate to it. 
No, exactly. And it's funny you mentioned um, lots of school friends uh, would would probably argue that that's where that skill might have been might have been practiced quite a bit uh, in the De La Salle uh, school grounds out the back there where we used to play many a game at lunchtime. <laughs> so uh, there was a few a few former classmates and friends um, would have uh, that that might have happened to a little bit in school as well. So that's they they can they can reminisce about that too. Yeah, um, there's an interesting way that people can win Champions League tickets because you're now, as well as being immortalised uh, in the very funny video, uh, you're also now a mural as well. Yeah, down in uh, down in, in Dublin city centre there, down in Camden Street, I think it is. And obviously, there's a chance to win tickets for the for the final. When I first, I was like, they explained it to me, and I'm like, right here. And next thing, they showed me the picture. Nice, nice piece of work that they've done. But the kids, when I showed my kids, they were getting some buzz off it. So, because uh, <laughs> they're the hardest <laughs> ones, they're the hardest ones to actually get the praise from. Because you, you know, they they mightn't have a full appreciation of just you know the amounts of things that you've achieved in your life. And sometimes it takes <laughs> something like this. They go, "Oh right, so wow, Dad really is famous. He wasn't just saying it at dinner." <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the that's the key to it because obviously none of them were born when the, the, the that game against Real Madrid. So mm. um, no, look, it's a it's, it's a good memory to look back on in that sense. But uh, they did enjoy it, I have to say. Yeah, delighted to hear that you're going to be spending more time uh, with the Republic of Ireland team. Um, I know you've been there for the last couple of years, but um, you're moving away from Stoke City now to to focus on your role as assistant to Stephen Kenny. Are you excited about that? Yeah, really excited now because look, as you mentioned, fully focusing on that now and lots of big games to come. Most importantly now in June, uh, Greece away and Gibraltar at home. So fingers crossed that the, the lads get through the next few weeks in, in the Premier League uh, that everyone can be fit and firing for June. And we get some points on the board. Um, take the Obviously disappointed not to get anything from the France game, but uh, performance-wise it was... It was pleasing and shown that we can compete with, uh, obviously, one of the best teams in the world. So take that performance on to another level now. And hopefully, as I mentioned, good good group of talented young players to work with and hopefully lots to look forward to. Yeah, it'll be an intense week, that, that week of the, of the 16th and the 19th. We play, this is the Euro 2024 qualification uh, games, of course. So we've got Greece in Athens on the 16th, and then three days later, uh, we've got Gibraltar at home. So we really need to get some points out of those games, don't we? Yeah, exactly. Look, that's if ultimately, if you're going to be qualifying from groups, that's what you have to be doing. And as I mentioned, it's a trickier part of the season in terms of uh, some of the squad would have been finished uh, quite early in terms of the championship players finishing the 8th, 9th of May and the Premier League lads obviously going on until well, practically the end of May but um, now it's a balance now to make sure the boys are uh, staying at peak fitness and hopefully um, and making sure especially that they're ready to go in Greece on the 16th Yeah, lots of excitement brewing around the women's national team uh, we got the World Cup of course uh, in Australia it's kicking off our games uh, towards the end of July um, have you a keen interest in that? Are you um, excited about the tournament? Yeah, look, it's, look uh, probably about six, what, two months ago maybe now Ruby, my uh, nine-year-old she's just started kind of playing as well so um, bringing her to training now so, and that just shows you the, the impact it's having now I mean, little four year old 
she'll be starting soon enough too in a little soccer touch. So, mm. um, no, no, it's brilliant and it's amazing what what Vera has been able to do as well in a short space of time to, to be able to qualify. And the girls go there with an amazing backing too. Uh, the coverage they're getting now, the, the quality of, of players that you see playing in the Women's Premier League in England now. Obviously, Katie being a, a shining light for that and how she showing the way for, for the girls really too and look, look lots to look forward to but in a sense amazing and where it is but it's a shame probably it's so far away that maybe more fans can't get to it too but that's that's what happens with the World Cup isn't it you can't always be on your doorstep No but it's just going to be great a few weeks of, of you know amazing excitement I just can't wait for the whole country to get behind them uh, and of course the boys in green as well best of luck in the games in June we'll obviously all be cheering you along and um, sure, take the kids down to the mural and uh, point at it and say, look, there's your dad. I am amazing, just like I told you. <laughs> uh, John, thanks so, much, thanks so much for talking to us. Always a pleasure. Cheers, though. Take care. Good luck. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am. Today.